guy there, too. His name was Jimmy the Pig, who would herd the pigs into the slaughterhouse with me. Jimmy always had a huge chaw of tobacco in his mouth that he only removed when he ate. During that time in 1932, there was a lot of crime around, so the cops used to watch over us as we herded those pigs. I never enjoyed watching how they killed those animals. A rope would be tied to one of their legs. They'd be hoisted up, slid open, and their entrails would fall out, and the men there would clean the pigs and get them ready for human consumption. I hated that. I was devastated by that horror and have never forgotten it. I just could never get used to it. The pigs would scream and squeal so much and so loudly, and, you know, pigs are very smart animals, and I'm certain they knew what was happening. Those are not good memories. For that awful job, I got fifty cents a day. It wasn't bad money for the time, I guess. It was in the early 1930s, and another childhood memory I'll never forget was the terrible time when the stockyards burned. The fires were burning horribly, and they were coming closer. Ashes were flying around everywhere. I remember getting up on the roofs to keep them hosed down. I don't recall being scared, but I was seriously concerned. And I vividly recall, at around age eight or nine, when we were in Lakeside, Michigan, where we used to go in the summers. It was right across Lake Michigan from Chicago. I tripped and fell through a glass door and slid open my forearm. I still have a huge scar from it, and oh, did I ever bleed. My maternal grandmother was there, and I guess she made a tourniquet or something, but she stopped the gushing bleeding, and I was rushed to a doctor. After that, I got a terrible cut from trying to open a glass window, so in fact it's probably a good idea for me to always stay away from glass. I was very lucky. I guess the fates had something more in store for me. I recall having pleasant summertime memories, too. My parents sent me, when I was eleven, to summer camp in Colorado Springs, where I learned to care for and ride horses. I did pretty well, too, and got good at it and enjoyed it very much. A good thing, because in another decade or so in my life, I'd be riding horses for director John Ford in a still-famous movie called Fort Apache. Life sometimes does have a funny way of preparing one for what's coming. I attended Harvard Grammar School in Chicago, which was on the south side. When we moved to Lake Forest, Illinois, I went to Lake Forest Academy for a time, but they caught me smoking there and kicked me out. I hear from that school occasionally, and they always refer to the year John Agar graduated, but I never did because I was asked to leave. I'll never forget the day it happened. I was smoking in my room, and someone walked in and caught me. I was sent immediately to the principal's office, where I was told that I'd broken the rules and that I was to immediately get out. No excuses. Just leave. My father had died by this time, and my mother didn't live too far away, even though I boarded at the school, so, in shame, I had to walk home to tell her this unhappy news. I don't really remember her reaction, but I do know she wasn't too tough on me. She was a very loving and caring mother. It was 1936, and I was 15 and had to spend the rest of that school year in public school, where I really didn't know anyone. It was kind of a hard thing, but I'd broken the rules, and that was that. It was then that I learned one plays by the rules in life, or one suffers the consequences. I also learned then that it is my job to take responsibility for all the negative things that happen in my life, and I've worked hard to follow that credo. I entered Pauling Academy the next year, where I quickly learned to walk far away from the school when I wanted to smoke. I do think that some rules kind of beg to be broken. I started smoking in back alleys with my friends. We'd just smoke our heads off because we were convinced it was the manly thing to do. 
I surely regret that now, because after 45 years of puffing on cigarettes, and even having been off them for years and years, I'm paying dearly for all those puffs. But more on that later. I never was a mischievous kid, and I didn't get into trouble much. My siblings and I were expected to always do the right thing, and to obey our parents, and so it really didn't occur to me to ever misbehave. I certainly did sometimes, but not often. You know, being raised as I was, it never really crossed my mind to misbehave. However, I do remember one Saturday when I was around twelve. I'd gone to the movies, with permission from my folks, of course. I was expected to see that movie once, and to come home straight afterwards. Well, I didn't. I don't recall the name of that movie, but apparently I liked it so much, I decided to sit through it a second time with my friends. It was very late when I came home, and my father was standing in the doorway when I arrived. Bam! He hit me in the face and knocked me down. I got up and bam! Again! I went down and he jumped on me and was slapping me hard. He was livid. I'd never seen him like that.